I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit it, but it took me five years and maybe even leading into my sixth year of teaching to get my crap together as a teacher and finally figure out how to not only survive as a multiple prep teacher, but thrive. And it was out of desperation. And the sad thing is, is I made it to five or six years and most new teachers don't make it that far. If you are dealing with overwhelm, if you are dealing with stress, and this is just a tough time of the year as well, just know that you are not alone. You don't have to have everything figured out, but today we're going to be talking about the three essential strategies that really helped me be successful as a multiple prep teacher and really also as a mom. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. In case you missed it in the intro, I want to reiterate that you are not alone. If you feel like you are overwhelmed and you don't know what to do for day to day in all of your classes and you're literally just treading water or even keeping your head barely above water a day ahead of the students, that is all normal, but it doesn't have to be. So we're going to be going over three essential strategies that really will help you as a multiple prep secondary teacher. The first is knowing where you are going. Having a curriculum map for all of your preps is going to save your sanity. It does take some time, but there are some tools that you can use. So for example, I have the plan out your course blueprint, which walks you through how to figure out how long each of your units should take and how to really map that out in a calendar. But the key thing with this too, is that you are looking at all of your preps and you're looking at how they overlap with one another. You're looking at different holidays, different things that are happening at the school as well, so that you are not only making sure that you get through all your content or cover all of your content, but then you're also making it so that you're not having these crazy deadlines that have been self-inflicted because you weren't paying attention to what one class is doing and another class. That is the first key is you've got to figure out where you're going. Now it's not too late in the school year. Even though we're partway through, if you don't have a curriculum map for the rest of the school year, it is not too late. You can put something together now so that you can just move forward with second semester and you can finish out the school year strong. It is never too late to come up with a curriculum map and it will honestly, it will save your sanity. The second 
essential strategy that you need to do is come up with some classroom systems and procedures, routines, whatever you want to call them, that will make it so that your students are doing a lot of the work for you. There were so many times where I was staying after school because I was picking up after my students. I was cleaning up labs. I was prepping labs. I was doing all sorts of things that for some reason I didn't think that my students were capable of. And quite honestly, they were capable of it, but I didn't have the systems. I couldn't just say, hey, put this all away because they didn't know where things went. That is a huge thing is to think about how are you going to make things easy for your students to do for themselves and then they'll do them for you so that when you have planning time, you are being able to spend that time planning. And you might be doing a little bit of prep because we all have to do that. But if you can have your students do a lot of the prep for you, then it will honestly save you a ton of time. Really, when I started implementing these classroom systems and routines, I think the biggest thing I think about is really streamlining my cleanup procedure and having my students do certain things, having them all have their tasks Literally, my room went from being in shambles and me having to spend an hour or so after school every single day picking things up, making it so that the custodians could come in and clean up or sweep. But then having that all be done by the time that the bell rang because students wanted to leave when school ended and being able to look at my room and it was spotless and everything was ready to go for the next day was such a lift off of me and my stress and made it so that at the end of the day when you're tired already I could sit down and take some deep breaths without having my stress level rise further because I now had to pick up after my students. That is the second essential strategy is getting your systems, your procedures, your routines all mapped and figured out so that your students will do things with you. And in the classroom management made easy, one of the things that we go over are the different systems and routines that are common, just some suggestions on how to do that, which ones you could start with in your classroom. There are some tools, resources, some templates so that you can just plug in the information and then also an implementation guide. That's the biggest thing that we as teachers forget about is we create these classroom procedures and then we don't know how we're going to now teach those to our students. There's information in there on how to really implement that with our students and make it clear for them so that they know what they should be doing and when. And finally, the third and last essential strategy that we're going to be talking about in this episode is figuring out how to use your planning time efficiently. First few years, I, I just needed some socialization with others besides my students. So I would spend my planning period walking through the halls, going and checking my mail in the office, chatting it up with the secretaries, maybe poking my head in and talking to one of my other 
coworker friends who had the same prep period as I did. And I would literally waste away an hour and a half. This was just during my, my planning period. So this wasn't like before after school, but I would do the same things before and after school. I would spend that time doing menial tasks. And then I would take home a milk crate full of things to do at home. Instead of spending time with my husband or getting to read or doing other things that I wanted to do, I was now spending time doing things that I should have been doing during my planning period. That is why third essential strategy is figuring out how to use your planning time wisely. And one thing that I want to note about this is that really your planning time and the amount of time you you spend doing certain tasks, it is very personal. And so going through and figuring out the season of life that you are in right now, how are you going to decide how to use your time? What are your priorities? They are going to shift and they are going to be different based on how many preps you are teaching and when and how you need to leave the school, what you're doing, are you doing extracurriculars? There's so many factors that go into this. What I have here is the prep formula, which is another course that walks you through step-by-step how to do that, how to look and figure out how much time you actually have during the day, and then creating some priorities based on that so that you can get everything done during the school day possible so that you can be ready for the next day and enjoy your nights and weekends. And that has been imperative for me as I've started my family and as our family has grown and now we have more children. I cannot imagine living my life the way that I was in that very first season, those first five years when we didn't have children. I can't imagine repeating some of those same habits and doing those same things now. I would not be surviving. The three essential strategies to help you be successful as a multiple prep teacher is first have a plan. You need curriculum maps for all of your courses. They don't have to be super detailed, but you need to know what is happening and when, and it will also help for your students. The second is you need to have an idea of systems and procedures that you can train your students to do so that you don't have to be doing everything. And then finally, you need a way, a system, a plan for how to use your planning period so you don't waste it. And right now, all of these three courses are part of the Ultimate Secondary Teacher Toolkit. You can grab this at www.kristenmasick.com forward slash ultimate. And if you're listening to this in real time, this is my Black Friday deal. And so you will be getting $50 off if you follow the link starting on Wednesday, November 22nd. But don't worry if you've missed Black Friday deal, you can still click on the link and you will still make it to the checkout page and get some more information on how to get these amazing courses with their tools and their resources and templates and everything else within them so that you can get 
more successful as a multiple prep teacher. If this episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. To help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week. 